does have it all. All of our pre-owned vehicles are Hubler Q certified, which include a 128-point vehicle inspection, a free Carfax vehicle history report, and two warranties. A two-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty and a 30-day, 1,000-mile comprehensive warranty. Visit any of our 13 locations today or click drivehubler.com. Welcome back, everyone. Glad you could join us on Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Coming up, more and more basketball. We're going to talk some high school, college, boys, girls. Also, talk, uh, may squeeze in a little bit of football action, too. Right now, though, the man, the star of the show. The Minister of Information is Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Coach Level. One hour to go with you and Nathaniel Finch here in downtown Indianapolis. Things are winding down in Kansas City, and it has been all Chiefs against the Miami Dolphins. 26-7 to is the current score. About five minutes ago, so barring an unforeseen comeback from the Dolphins, their season will end and the Chiefs will move on. 26-7, Patrick Mahomes, 262 yards through the air. One passing touchdown. Rashi Rice has been dominant for the Chiefs against that secondary for the Dolphins. Eight receptions, 130 yards and a receiving touchdown for the rookie out of SMU for Kansas City. Earlier today, the Houston Texans, they made it into the playoffs because they defeated the Indianapolis Colts last week. And then the Tennessee Titans knocked off the Jacksonville Jaguars. So Houston was the AFC South representative in the AFC wildcard round, and they trounced the Browns 45-14. to Joe Flacco threw for two pick sixes. C.J. Stroud was marvelous. Only five incompletions, 274 yards passing, and three passing touchdowns. Nico Collins, his favorite target, 96 yards receiving. He had one score. Devin Singletary also had a rushing score for Houston, they will await to see who they face next week in the playoffs. That's because the Pittsburgh Steelers game that was scheduled for 1 o'clock tomorrow was moved to 4.30 Eastern on Monday due to weather concerns in Buffalo. So that's at 4.30 Monday afternoon. Of course, the nightcap on Monday will be the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That is at 8.15. On tomorrow's schedule, though, starting at 4.30, the Green Bay Packers are on the road in Dallas against the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy's former team trying to send him home packing where the Cowboys have been virtually unstoppable at home. 4.30 Eastern kick tomorrow, and then the nightcap at 8 o'clock. It's Matthew Stafford's return to Detroit. Of course, he was traded prior to the 2020 season from the Lions to the Rams. Ended up winning a Super Bowl with L.A., and now he goes back to end the Lions' hopes and dreams of their first playoff game in a long, long time. 8 o'clock kick on NBC. Let's get to some college basketball scores from today in Division One action this afternoon. The Purdue Boilermakers, they pick up a win over the Penn State Nittany Lions. They overcome that loss earlier in the week to Nebraska, 95-78. to Zach Eady was straight dominant. 30 points, 20 rebounds, 3 blocks. It is the second time in his career that he's had at least 30 points and 20 rebounds in a game. The other time was last year against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Next up for the Boilers will be the Indiana Hoosiers Tuesday night. You can watch that game 
at 7 o'clock Eastern on Peacock. The Butler Bulldogs, they lost to Seton Hall. The Pirates, 78-72. Mark Minner, the voice of the Bulldogs, joined us earlier. Catch that podcast wherever you get your podcast for the full breakdown. But some t- some t- statistical notes uh, for Bulldogs in double figures. Posh Alexander was the leading scorer for Butler, 17 points. They were leading... With 3.46 left, 70-68, and they got outscored 10-2 during the final minutes of the game. They will travel to Xavier Tuesday night at 6.30 on Fox Sports 1. For the eighth time this season, the Indiana State Sycamores score at least 90 points, and they defeat the Belmont Bruins 94-64. They're 14-3 this season and 5-1 and in the Missouri, uh, Missouri Valley. Isaiah Swope, he led the charge. He had 24 points. All of those coming from downtown, he only missed three threes, so he was 8-11. of 11. Next up for the Sycamores, will be Indiana State, uh, Missouri State at home on Tuesday at 7 o'clock on ESPN+. And finally, the Ball State Cardinals, they fall to the Toledo Rockets 77-72. With your Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard updates, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. High school basketball tonight, Lawrence North, Wins the Marion County Tournament. They beat Franklin Central tonight, 78-53. The man on the call of this game from the ISC Sports Network, our good friend John Herrick. John, thanks so much for the call. What an impressive night for Lawrence North tonight. Yeah, Bob, coming in, uh, you knew they were ranked number two in Class 4A. They're still unbeaten on the season. They're 14-0. and uh, Franklin Central, a team that's talented, has played a very tough schedule to this point. Uh, This is the second time they've played Lawrence North and lost to them both times. Uh, I I just think the start of this game was just too much uh, for Franklin Central because Lawrence North starts off with a 7-0 lead. Franklin Mm. Central didn't score until about three minutes or so into the game. And so you get behind the eight ball against one of the best teams in the state. uh, And then you trail by eight at the end of the first quarter. Uh, By second quarter, you're, you're down by 14 at half. And then Franklin Central cut it to seven a couple times, cut it to nine, but every time they would make a run, Lawrence North would push it back to uh, double digits. And, you know, I got got to call one excellent dunk by a man named Kobe Bowles, the point guard who went flying down the lane. And and, uh, that might might be a sports center top ten play, at least I hope so. Um, But it just goes to show you what kind of athletes Lawrence North has and you know, over the years, you know, Lawrence North has had a ton of athletes. C.J. Gunn, sure. and then prior to that, you know, it was Greg Oden and Mike Conley. And this year, they've just got a whole arsenal of weapons. It's just it's very tough to contend with them. Yeah, they're hard to match up with it at all five spots. I mean, they, re- they really are. And defensively, uh, they're, they're playing awfully, awfully well. All right, so great win for Lawrence North to win the Marion County Tournament. You've got a little game coming up on Tuesday night. IU taking on Purdue. Tell me about this matchup Tuesday night. Well, I, I think it's, it's going to be another game where, I, I mean – you're going to see two big men go at it, and Khalil Ware and Zach Eady. Of course, last year it was Trace Jackson right. Davis, and th- those two guys I think might end up canceling each other out. We both know they're going to score, probably get double doubles. Uh, I think it, again, it's going to come down to guard play. If Indiana can get the kind of guard play they got uh, against Minnesota, plus some excellent play from McKenzie and Baco, who had a season high in terms of points, and if you get really good play out of him to go along with the guard play. 
uh, you've got a chance. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be a wide out at Assembly Hall. Uh, the place will be crowded. It'll be packed. It'll be loud. And the good news is if you're Indiana, you had to play on Friday night and then you don't have to play till Tuesday. Well, Purdue had to play today and then they have to turn around and have a shorter turnaround than you do. So that there mm-hmm. are some good things with that. But again, it, it's IU, Purdue. You throw the records out. It, it's one of the biggest rivalries in sports. Um, anything can happen, but you got to play defense and you can't have silly turnovers like you did in the Rutgers game. Yeah, and I think I want to remind people, I use one the last three of these matchups. Yeah, and they have. But that, you know, that just goes to show you that, you know, you can say, well, they have the matchup in hand and they and Mike Wilson mm-hmm. knows what he's doing and he does. Or you can make the opposite argument that Purdue might be due here. You, you just never know. These games, <laughs> these games often come down to a possession or two. They come down to often the final play. It's usually a, anywhere a game that's decided by three to six points. It's it's never it's never a game that's decided in one half or is over really quickly. It's usually going to come down to the wire. So, um, and then you know, the good news is we after Tuesday night we get to see him play one more time uh, at Purdue later in the season. So it's good. It'll be good to see this matchup twice. John Herrick from the IU Network tonight from the ISC Sports Network with the call of Lawrence North 78-53 win over Franklin Central to win the Marion County Tournament Championship. John, thank you so much. Have a great time Tuesday night. All right. Thanks a lot, Coach. Thank you. Fun game. Fun game coming up without question. Uh, We have more basketball to talk about. Coming up, we're going to talk about Ball State's loss to Toledo. Um, That was a tough one. Cardinals uh, struggling right now. So we'll talk about that matchup. Also, later in the hour, we're going to talk some more high school basketball. Speaking of high school basketball, Again, a reminder, and we'll really talk more about it next weekend when you join us. The girls' pairing show is coming up a week from tomorrow night on the 21st from 5 until 7 p.m. on many of these same great radio stations around the state as part of the IHSAA Champions Network. It's also streamed. And so in this day and age, this is how this works. Uh, so what uh, everyone wants to know what television channel you can watch it. Got to go to IHSAATV.org. I always encourage you, just listen to your radio. That's what I, and I'm glad you're going to. Scoreboard update coming up and then more basketball on Indiana Sports Talk. They've hit the two-minute warning in Kansas City, and now they are underneath two minutes to go as the Chiefs are leading the Dolphins 26-7. to If the Pittsburgh Steelers defeat the Buffalo Bills, then Pittsburgh will face Baltimore next week. If not, if it's Buffalo, then Kansas City will take on the Houston Texans, and that game will be from... Arrowhead Stadium in Missouri. Uh, Monday schedule 4:30 Pittsburgh Buffalo 8:15 Philly Tampa. Sunday schedule Green Bay Dallas at 4:30 at 8 o'clock on NBC. It is Rams and Lions. Boys high school basketball from today. A pair of overtime games. Carmel and Brownstown Central 60 to 59. The final score. Brownstown Central with the win. Boonville and Gibson Southern was another overtime score. 51 49. 
This game is a two-point margin of victory for Boonville over Gibson Southern. Carol of Flora, they defeat Pioneer by 16. Charlestown dominates Borden 74-44. to Low-scoring game between Clarksville and Henryville, 44-36. to Clarksville with the eight-point victory over Henryville. Owen Valley falls to Clay City, 59-41. to Crawford County and Cordon Central, a low-scoring game that was close throughout. Final score, 39-37. Cordon Central falls to Crawford County. Griffith. They struggle in their loss to Crown Point, 51-34. East Central defeats Franklin County with their defense leading the charge, 42-29. And Faith Christian defeats Attica, 79-46. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Did you know St. Jude has one of the largest pediatric sickle cell programs in the country? St. Jude freely shares the discoveries they make, and every child saved at St. Jude means doctors and scientists worldwide can use this knowledge to save thousands more children everywhere. Join me today in helping to fight sickle cell disease by becoming a partner in hope. Call now, 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. High school basketball tonight. It's a really, really great game. New Albany beats Scottsburg 77-67 in boys basketball tonight. WNAS's Brian Sullivan. Brian, thank you so much for the call. Scottsburg comes in number seven in 3A, and New Albany played a pretty solid game tonight. We didn't know what to expect. Uh, Scottsburg beat New Albany last year, and uh, that was the first time since 2005 that they've been able to, to get us and have most of that lineup back. And So we kind of expected this was going to be a really tight game. Uh, Scottsburg scored the first basket, and then New Albany immediately goes on a 15-0 run, uh, never trailed the rest of the way. But the, the question was, was that 15-point cushion enough to work with? And and we had some anxious moments, but able to hold them off. Anxious moments, meaning you got a little bit nervous. <laughs> is, oh, is, yeah. that what, is that what I, you're I saying? Was, I was perfectly... I was perfectly fine, but uh, the, the yeah, crowd there right. was starting. To, you could right. you could feel it uh, every quarter. They just kept inching back, inching back, and a lot of excitement there. But uh, you could you could definitely feel the trepidation there. Uh, Scottsburg's got an explosive team; They're good. And they get yeah. going offensively. Yeah. yeah. So it, it got down to five points uh, about four minutes left, and then New Albany luckily able to come out with a 9-0 run out of that timeout and get it back up to 14 and, and able to, to hold on at that point. Well, Bulldogs seem to be playing better. Am I right? We're, I mean, I'm just really impressed at how quickly they have picked up on what Coach Jones is trying to do. You know, you get right. 25 right. years of playing one style, and that's what all the kids <laughs> grew up uh, in, in the feeder system, and all of a sudden – um, it, it's quite a bit different. And he, he kind of took a gamble after the Jeff loss. 
mix up the lineup, put a couple guys in there, and I think just wanting to see different combinations. But, um, you know, last night they played Charlestown, and it's all guys on the coaching staff that were former New Albany players or New Albany coaches. So there's <laughs> wow. that dynamic, and then you follow right, right up with Scottsburg, and, and it worked out pretty well for him. Uh, so we'll, we'll see if that lineup sticks the way it is or if he's still got some more tinkering to do. All right, tell me uh, who stood out tonight for uh, the Bulldogs. Really, the, the thing that was impressive, a lot of balance. They had four guys in double figures, um, all four of them between 13 and 18 points. Chris Lampkins had 28 last night against uh, Charlestown, followed up with 18 tonight, and Ryland Shrink had 17. So, But a lot of contributions from a lot of guys, and uh, that's what they needed. The, the Richardson kid, I'm sorry, the Miller kid for Scott mm-hmm. had 28, just had a huge performance. So New Albany needed lots of guys to be able to offset that. WNAS's Brian Sullivan on the call of um, Scottsburg and New Albany. New Albany wins this one tonight, 77-67, the final. Brian, thanks so much for the call. Have a great weekend. All right, Coach. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks very much. Girls basketball tonight, Clinton Central beats Faith Christian 67-32. Clinton Central's Don Helmick joins me. Coach, thank you so much for the call. Congratulations on an impressive win today. Well, thank you. Uh, I've been trying to get uh, get in, and I either get in way too late or try to call too early. So <laughs> I was able to get in tonight. We, uh, you know, last year Faith, uh, Faith got us on the last second shot, and then they got us in overtime mm. in the sectional. So um, you know we're we're 19 and one right now, and um, you know we're we're playing pretty well, um, which is I guess what you want here at the end of the year. I would think so. I would think 19 and one is a little bit better than playing pretty well, Coach. I I, I understand, but that's impressive. Mm-hmm. I, that's just an impressive job by your young ladies to to be that consistent for the entire year and to play at the level they're playing. Yeah, we've uh, we've got a bunch of great kids. We we're you know we've got four seniors that that are um, you know they're all four starting for us, and then we've got a sophomore guard that uh, you know in in our eyes is is one of the best guards and definitely in our area, if not the north, um, and definitely in single A and, and Carly Davison. Um, she had twenty to nine, I think ten reba or ten assists, and the other night at Taylor she had fifteen points and seventeen assists. And you know we got we got some post players, and you know we've got some key components to to you know make teams have to worry about more than one player. Well, that's why you find yourself at nineteen and one. So I'm looking. You got uh, Tri County, Rossville, and Sheridan to wrap it up. Three pretty good games, three good tests for you coming into the tournament. Yeah, I mean you know we uh, Rossville's in our in our conference and our sectional, so that's always. Uh, throw out the record type game and then we will uh finish up with sheridan who um is is another um uh conference opponent and then tri-county just beat the number one team caston uh on thursday night so yeah our last three games are definitely gonna gonna help us um prepare for the sectional and and see what we can do well, tell me more about this sectional because uh, I'll go. I'll, I'll do my studying and do my preparation by talking to you because obviously, you know, we have the pairing show coming up. So you tell me. You tell me what I should tell Greg Rakestraw about that sectional. Well, I think um, we've we've got an issue with uh, you know 
people going to overlook Fountain Central. Fountain Central is 16-3. and three. We beat them the second game of the year. We beat them by – I think we ended up beating them by 24. But, you know, they're 16-3 and three now. They're, they're starting to play well. You've got North Vermillion, who's been up and down. Attica is probably the, the weaker of the, the teams in the sectional. And, and then it's good, Rossville. And, uh, you know, they're, they're probably um, someone you can't overlook. They won it last year. Uh, Faith beat us in overtime, and then Rossville mm-hmm. beats them. And Rossville has pretty much everybody back from that team. Uh, you got Jacoby coaching it. Um, so, you know, and then and then Faith, it's always a battle if we would see them. I mean, looking at it right now, if you're the outside person looking in, you're going to look at us and say, you know, we haven't played Rossville yet, but every team in our sectional – um, we've beat by 20-plus points, but you know as well as I do that when we get to sectional time, you can throw out the records and, and sure. you know, anything can happen. So we're just trying to make sure our girls understand that. And, and uh, you know, there's, there's, there's four teams definitely that could win that, in my opinion, at this point in time. Don Helmick, the head coach at Clinton Central, they're number 11 in 1A in girls basketball tonight. They beat Faith Christian 67-32. Coach, I appreciate the call and the info. Wish you and your kids the best of luck next week and into the tournament. Thanks for your time. All right, thank you. Have a good evening. Thanks. Thanks very much. Good segue into we're going to do the pairing show again. Greg Rickstraw and I are back. We appreciate the invitation from the IHSAA. We'll be a part of the IHSAA network for that broadcast uh, a week from uh, tomorrow. David Eha from Ball State Basketball joins me. Cardinals lose to Toledo 77-72. David, thanks so much for the call. Tough loss for the Cards. They, they, the struggles continue, it seems. Yeah, it really does. Coach, I mean, Cardinals go to 0-4 in the MAC. Uh, they're six loss in a row. And again, um, you know, this is the third game in a row. Cardinals had a chance tied uh, with seven minutes to go against a uh, Toledo team that has lost three home games in league play in the last three years. And down mm-hmm. the stretch, cards just could not get over mm. the hump and finish and uh, the big issue in the second half gave up 11 offensive rebounds none bigger oh my uh, cardinals were down three got an initial stop uh toledo came up with a rebound then got fouled made the free throws and closed it out 77 72 Yikes! <laughs> I, I listen. I feel your pain. I under, I understand it. I I, I really do. Uh, you know, when things aren't going well, it just seems like it compounds itself. In, in some of the scenarios you're talking about, you've been through it. You understand it. Uh, and that, that what that's what makes it even more confounding and frustrating is that you're right there. You're so close. A bounce here, a rebound there, a stop there, a basket. And it's a different story. Hey, can you hang on? We got to we got to take a little break, but I want to come back and talk more about this game. Okay? Sounds good, Coach. Perfect. Dave Ehaw from the Ball State Radio Network will stay with us after this scoreboard update. We'll come back and talk more about their tough loss to Toledo today and look ahead uh, at uh, the up. 
I'm Eddie Garrison with this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update. Let's go through some of the college basketball scores from today. Number one, Purdue. They avenged their loss from earlier in the week to Nebraska. 95-78 win over the Penn State Nittany Lions. Next up on Tuesday will be the Indiana Hoosiers. But in today's contest, Zach Eady was dominant. 30 points, 20 rebounds, 3 assists, and 3 blocks. It's the second time in his career with at least 30 points, 20 rebounds. The other time was last year against Minnesota. Braden Smith 6 points, 11 assists. Third time this year uh, he's had 10 plus assists in the game. The 11 ties a season slash career high. 7 o'clock tip in Bloomington Tuesday night. Boilermakers, Hoosiers on Peacock. The Butler Bulldogs they were leading 70-68 to 68 with 3.46 left, and they end up losing 78-72. to 72. Four Bulldogs in double figures. Posh Alexander led them with 17 points. They go to Xavier Tuesday night. That game on Fox Sports 1, 6.30 p.m. tip. Indian State Sycamores score over 90 points for the eighth time this season, 94-64. to 64. Dominating win over the Belmont Bruins. They're now 14-3, and 5-1 and in the Missouri Valley. In those eight games this season, the Sycamores are undefeated 8-0. and zero. Their next game is at home against Missouri State on Tuesday night at 7 o'clock on ESPN+. Plus. The Ball State Cardinals and the Evansville Purple Aces are both struggling. Ball State, they lose their sixth consecutive game at the hands of the Toledo Rockets, 77-72. And the Purple Aces follow, uh, fall for the fifth straight game, 74-64 at the hands the Missouri State Bears. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. St. Jude treats children across the country and around the world, regardless of color, creed, or financial capability, because they're committed to love and care for their neighbors. Join me in helping St. Jude give every child with cancer the chance they deserve to survive. Together, we can save more lives. Call now to become a partner in hope. 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. David Ehoff and the Ball State Network rejoins us. Cardinals lose to Toledo in a tough one today, 77-72. And, David, you're talking before the break. Close, right there. A bounce here, a bounce there, a stop, a rebound, a shot. Just um, adds to the frustration that the Cardinals must be facing right now. Well, there's no question about it, Bob, but, you know, if you want to look at it as a glass half full, you know, you you took on the MAC leader in Akron at home in a game where you had a four-point lead at the the three-minute mark and an opportunity to take them down, and then you go on the road against another undefeated team in the league, and you're right there at the end, so Mm -hmm. you're close. And, you know, Bob, I can't remember – the last time there was this much parity in the Mid-American Conference. I think Akron is the best team, but after that, it's 
anybody's guess. And so, really, if there was ever a year where you just want to get into the top eight so you can make the tournament, right, you, get on right. a, you, you get on a neutral site, I'm telling you, this league is as wide open as it's ever been. So, you know, no coach wants to learn lesson in losses, and, you know, now you go 0-4. <laughs> right. But, you know, right. the good news for the Cards, the next four opponents are all teams – that are uh, above them or on par uh, in the standings. So you got 14 games left, plenty of time to turn this thing around. Yeah, and I think that's the motivating factor for Michael in terms of talking to his team, going, look, we're close. We're, we're really close. And these next games give us a chance to continue to grow and get better. And we're still in this. As you point out, we just need to be in the turn because as you, the, the illustration is perfect. You get in, crazy things can happen. You get on a run uh, and you can win it and you're just so close uh, we just got to tighten up, clean some things up, do a little bit better in terms of taking care of the ball, taking better shots, playing a little bit better defensively. Uh, we got a chance, and that has to be the message. Yeah, it is. It's eliminating some of the mental mistakes, you know, and, and Coach lamented the uh, offensive rebounds. You know, he said our half – our initial line of defense was probably as good as it's been all year, but the right. offensive boards killed you. And, you know, the other thing is you've got to get over the hump in those situations and finish. And once you do that and you learn to win and all of a sudden you get your confidence and you're not looking around saying, oh, here we go again. So, you know, the cards have been close. They've been in all these games. Now they just got to – play a full 40 minutes, win a couple, and uh, get a little bit of their confidence back. Who's up next? Uh, remind me again who they play next yeah. time out. On the road Tuesday night at Eastern Michigan, uh, ah. a, a team who's one and three, and then uh, you're at home against the Miami team that's two and two. So, uh, again, opportunity this week to, to make some hay, and uh, uh, cards are going to stay in Michigan. Um due to the weather and the short turnaround. So we'll see what happens this week, Bob. David Ehaw from the Ball State Network. Ball State losing uh, to uh – uh, to Toledo, Toledo today. Uh, David, thank you so much for the call. Have a great weekend. You too, Coach. Thank you. Tony Donahue joins me talking about Rose Holman men's and women's basketball. Tony D., thanks for the call. We just lost him. Never mind. We'll we'll reconnect with Tony D. He'll call, he'll call us back. Talking about the Ball State loss, it's tough. It's the same thing we talked earlier with Greg Rakestraw, my broadcast partner today uh, with the IUPUI game. Same thing. You know, you you just you know offensive rebounding, defensive rebounding, the whole thing, mistakes. You get close and things kind of kind of fade away. Tony Donahue has been relocated. Hello, Tony. Hey, Bob. How are you this evening? I'm doing great, thanks. So, Ball State, uh, excuse me, Rose Holman doubleheader over in Terre Haute, men and women's basketball. How about you on the ISC Network? I think it's great. How'd it go? Yeah, on RHIT.TV. It was a good afternoon. Um, you know, Transylvania, number one in the conference for both yeah, yeah. men and women, uh, number two in the country for the women. They broke the winning streak that UConn set a few years ago. That was their 48th consecutive win. Um, Transylvania 
with the big win. But but Rose Holman's girls play tough. They have uh, they have some good players. Um, they they hung with them. They had a nice third quarter run that that kind of got them back into it. Uh, it was back and forth in the first half, but uh, just some great three point shooting out of Transylvania. Um, on the women's side and then the men's this afternoon um, they haven't lost in the calendar year of 2024 they knocked off Franklin a few weeks ago beat Defiance last week Earlham on Wednesday and now go to 4-0 with a 92-83 victory uh, this afternoon over the Transylvania men's program who is number one in the HCAC as well that's an impressive win I mean, it really is. I remember playing Trancy number one when I was in college, uh, and then when I was coaching at Franklin and at IUPUI, we played them. Uh, there was a di- it's always a difficult place to play. But I, I, you know, what's the reason for this surge on the men's side for Rose Holman's basketball team? Uh, not losing a game yet in the calendar years is pretty impressive. What are some of the reasons why they feel like they're that that successful right now? Yeah, I talked to their head coach, Coach Sams, afterwards, and I said, you know, what's been the difference changing into the calendar year? And he said, we're about where I thought we would be. They're a very young team. Um, They needed to get some experience, play together as a unit. Uh, You know how that goes. Sometimes it takes, you know, 10, 15 games to get to that. Uh, He feels like they're there. This is the team that made it to the Final Four of the HCAC last year. Uh, They played in the tournament, won, and went to the finals and lost. Um, This is a good team. And today was a total team effort. Um, Miles, uh, Miles McGowan, who's their leading scorer, was in foul trouble. He only had 10 points. He's their leading scorer on the season. Uh, and Kobe Studemeyer had 33 points on 10 of 11 shooting and 4 for 4 wow. from the three-point line, 9 of 9 from the free-throw line. And uh, shooter, as, as the shooters that you and I are, we will take that every night of the week. <laughs> there was a massive Yeah, I would. Night- the massive 19 to three run to get up 17 points. Um, Transylvania came storming back at the end of the first half, cut it to a six point deficit at halftime, and then stormed out of the gates in the second half. They were tied at 66 with 12 minutes to go, and Rose Holman proceeds to go on a 15 to three run um, down the stretch. Had some great play from uh, Daniel Savoyak. He had some big points in the first half at 15 on the night. Bradley Harden, the point guard, had 10 points. But uh, Kobe Studemeyer, he's, he was sick. He, he spent about a week and a half, Coach told me, uh, sick, getting his strength back, getting back in the shape. Kind of knocked him on wow. his butt for a while. Career high, 33. Uh, he was hot all afternoon. And uh, the Rose Holman men's team uh, moving to – um, and you know, an impressive win this afternoon. It was a great crowd, despite it being uh, super cold. And yeah, uh, now yeah. they move on. They are now six and nine overall, four and four in the HCAC. And the HCAC is kind of up for grabs with Franklin's right sure there, is. and yeah. a really good team, uh, Mount St. Joseph's, Transylvania. Now Rolls Holman has kind of uh, cemented their position and trying to get into that top four to be able to make that uh, end of the season uh, fourteen tournament. Tony Donahue on the call of Rose Holman men and women doubleheader. Men win, women lose to Transylvania. Transylvania, by the way, for those who are wondering, is located in Lexington, Kentucky, just so you know. Tony, it's always great to talk to you. How soon before you and I are talking about racing? Well, we had IndyCar content day on Wednesday and Thursday, so got to talk to a lot of drivers, and it just kind of makes you look forward to uh, two months from this weekend. Uh, March 10th on the streets of St. Petersburg, Florida. So I'm sure Mark James and I will be calling you from the beach. We'll have some fun. I hope. But, uh, <laughs> we'll have some fun. 
thing, and we'll get ready for the 108th Indianapolis 500. Tony Donahue, it's always great to talk to you, Tony. Have a great weekend. Appreciate it, Bob. You too. Stay warm. Thanks so much. Thanks. Scoreboard update coming up with the man himself, Eddie Garrison. Much more to come on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Hey fam, I'm asking for your support. Help us raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food so they can focus on helping their child live. By pledging just $19 a month, you're helping St. Jude give every child with cancer a chance. Help St. Jude save lives. Call 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 and become a partner in hope today. Final scoreboard update of the night. I'm Eddie Garrison with this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update. So let's take a look at some of the important games on tomorrow's schedule, starting with the NFL on today's slate. The Chiefs and Dolphins, they were the nightcap. The game this afternoon was the Houston Texans and the Cleveland Browns, and it was all Texans. 45-14 was the final score in the nightcap. It was all Chiefs. Final score 26-7 over the Miami Dolphins. The first game on tomorrow's schedule, that will be the Dallas Cowboys and the Green Bay Packers this season. Mike McCarthy's team is a 8-0, a perfect record at home. The Green Bay Packers on the road are 4-5, and and they've won three consecutive games to get back into the playoff picture and back into the NFC wildcard round. That game kicks off at 4.30 Eastern on Fox. The nightcap on NBC, the Los Angeles Rams and the Detroit Lions. The Lions, by, coached by Dan Campbell, they are 6-2 and two at home. The Rams, by Sean McVay, are 5-4. and four. This will be the first time that Matthew Stafford has played at Ford Field since being traded to the Los Angeles Rams. In terms of recency, the Lions have won three of their last four games. Meanwhile, the Rams have won four consecutive games, and they are on a hot streak. In the association tomorrow, the Indiana Pacers, they continue their road trip. They are officially on the West Coast. They face the Denver Nuggets. That's a 3.30 Eastern tip. And the Nuggets are favored by 10.5. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Well done, Eddie. Great job, as always. As always. Brendan King joins us from Chicago. You know Brendan King superstar voice of the South Bend Cubs, valued member of Indiana Sports Talk for his outstanding work in the school board update realm. Brendan King, thanks so much. I know you're incredibly busy in Chicago with Cub Fest or whatever we call this. And so for you to take the time to squeeze us in means a lot to me. No worries, Coach. You know, I got you. And, yeah, like you said, 37th annual Cubs convention. So this has been going on a while and it's a cool event coach where, you know, you know, I grew up in the South suburbs of Chicago as a diehard Cubs mm-hmm. fan. And, you know, this, this is an mm-hmm. event that I was never really able to attend as a fan because 
either A, it was too expensive, or B, the tickets sold out so quickly. Um, so, you know, I've had a chance to attend three or four of these now in my tenure with South Bend, and, you know, I definitely don't take it for granted. It's a lot of fun. So when uh, when your autograph session uh, time is posted, are, are they are the lines are the lines pretty brutal? <laughs> well, so I'm actually the autograph like czar because I'm the <laughs> best. I, I have to I have to range up all of our prospects because this is an event where you know Cubs legends attend. So like you know Fergie Jenkins is here, Rick Sutcliffe right, is here, right? Um, <laughs> and then current players like Dansby Swanson and Ian Happ and Nico Warner. But also you know there's ten to fifteen prospects who have played with the South Bend Cubs that are here. The Cubs invite their prospects. So right. I'm in charge of rounding up all the prospects for their autograph signings. So I am uh, sitting at the autograph table with them, and I get to oversee that, which is pretty cool. <laughs> you know what? Uh, how do I know all this? I mean, it's just it's it's. I'm just <laughs> lucky. Uh, just lucky, I guess. Uh, bad news for your Butler Bulldogs today. Mm-hmm. Seton mm-hmm. Hall gets them. Um, Seton Hall is a pretty good basketball team. Dogs shot it well, played well. Just we had uh, Mark Minner on earlier tonight talking about mm-hmm. you know close, but just can't make the plays at the end that they needed. Yeah, I think that's the story of this one. And, you know, I love Shaheen Holloway. First of all, I think he's an excellent coach, and he's going to continue to do big things at Seton Hall as alma mater. I mean, coach, I remember when Shaheen Holloway he was the coach at St. Peter's when they went on the run that started right, of course, right. in Indianapolis, yep. you know, they beat Kentucky and then they beat Purdue. And, you know, a lot of those games came right in Indianapolis and, you know, Shaheen Holloway, you're in that scene hall job. But yeah, I mean, like you said, it's uh, you know, a little disappointing, especially after the juice that you got from the Marquette game, you know, hopefully that could have, uh, you know, helped the dogs ride in that scene hall game. But, you know, if there's one thing that's true about the big East, it is a, wacky season and anything can happen and even at times i mean we saw it with georgetown less than four years ago right. georgetown was arguably you know georgetown with patrick ewing they were the worst team in the big east and you know they won the big east tournament they made the ncaa tournament um so this is far from done but yeah i mean you know dogs losing four of their last five gonna have to string something together yeah they are but there's there's time I, i'm encouraged because oh there is time uh you know yeah there is and i and i the problems they have are all solvable. Uh, yeah. It really is, and I think you know the the problem that you. The, the, I'm not so sure the the unsolvable part of it is, though. Unfortunately, is um, they're no easy. They're no nights. You got you got to play at the highest level uh, night after night after night because the Big East is as good as it's been. No nights off. That's for sure. I mean, the stat was crazy. I mean, uh, this is our very own Josh Molnix, Indiana Sports Talk alum that pull this up from the Marquette game, you know, that Marquette on the, well, let me preface this by saying, like you said, the big East is unforgivable at times. You know, that Marquette win on the road coach was the first win for the dogs on the road, not against DePaul or Georgetown since 2021. You know, sure. That's, that should tell you the progress wow. that has been made. And, you know, wow. certainly you know, it right. takes some time, but you know, you gotta like where they are. I mean, disappointing today, no doubt, but that Marquette win, I think that can, that can get you on a run. That gives you confidence as you go. And, you know, the month of February, we'll see where, where it goes. All right, Brendan King, I appreciate you squeezing us in. Enjoy your time in Chicago. Are you back with us next weekend? I will be back with you next weekend. You bet. I cannot wait. Be safe, Brendan. Thanks so much for the call. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. David Deaton from WKLO. 
on Crawford County's 39-37 win over Corden Central. David, you just sneaked in under the wire. Thanks so much for the call. Yeah, driving through the wind and the snow in southern Indiana and the frigid air on this Saturday <laughs> night. So, uh, yeah, tried to get on the show as, as safely as possible tonight. I was able to do that. And, man, what a what a game this was for Crawford County in the second half. They were trailing 23-7 to at halftime. And third quarter just came out and started really getting after it. Blake Seibert, their junior forward, who's 6'4". He is a really talented player at 16 points. He really led the charge tonight, cut the lead to three by the end of the third quarter at 25-22, and then he led them again in the fourth quarter. They got a couple of big shots from other guys, and the Wolfpack managed to get the lead. It traded the lead three times in the fourth quarter, and they end up coming out on top tonight because they made plays down the stretch. Corridan Central kind of got caught off kilter and kind of panicked a little bit more than we'd seen them panic throughout the season, and Crawford took advantage of it, so for John Hayes, whose daughter Mackenzie was inducted into the Tell City Athletics Hall of Fame tonight, a great win for him and his team as the Wolfpack go on to beat Corridan Central and the Young Panthers. A tough lesson to learn tonight, losing the lead the way they did, but this is a team that's been resilient all season, found a way to bounce back, but for Crawford County, it's only their second win of the season and easily the biggest win of the, of the season so far and probably of Coach Hayes' tenure so far at Crawford County. Well, it comes to the good time. I mean, it comes to a good time of year for them. And, uh, you know, it's uh, – I'm happy for them. This is, it sounds to me like like a, a sectional tournament game, the back and forth and making big play after big play kind of gives you a tournament feel, does it not? Yeah, a little bit there toward the end. There were some turnovers for both teams and some foul calls going both ways. But, you know, the free throw shooting for Crawford County was also impressive down the stretch. But Corden just didn't make enough plays. And, again, they just kind of turned it over at some inopportune times, right. made some bad passes. And it's a young team, again, like I said. But they've been getting better. They've been showing a lot of improvement. And every time they've hit some adversity this year, they've been able to respond to it. So be interesting to see what they do next week with a doubleheader in conference play with Salem and Charlestown coming in. But – for this uh, Panther team, a tough loss on the road, but for Crawford County, a really nice win at home and able to come back and not give up on the season, even though they were 1-13 coming in. It says a lot about the kids they have and what the coaching staff they have, too. David Deaton from WKLO. Be safe out there, David. It's uh, it's brutal. It's really cold and windy, and so drive <laughs> carefully. Thanks so much for taking time to be with me, and have a great weekend. Thanks, Coach. You as well. Thanks so much. It's been a fun weekend. I want to thank all of you for joining us and listening. Thanks to our coaches and media members who called us and made this all possible. Uh, again, next Sunday night, and we'll talk more about it, obviously, in this upcoming weekend. Uh, Greg, Rakestraw, uh, Greg Rakestraw and I will be live from the IHSAA for the pairing show for the girls' tourney. My thanks to a great job by Nathaniel Finch and Eddie Garrison. Thanks to our great stations around the state to bring you the show every Friday and Saturday night. And thanks to all of you for making us the most listened to sports talk show in the state's history. This is the history-making legendary Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. <laughs>